Welcome to the status quo. You are welcome to episode 12. And we are talking about the soft life. So before I introduce my topic, I'm going to introduce my lovely guests today and I will allow them to just introduce themselves. So ladies, just in case you want to know, um, it's name, it's what you're doing and what do you think is the soft life? Oh, hi. My name is Luandle Gaga. Uh, I'm an attorney stuck in the corporate rat race. Um, I actually don't know what the soft life is because clearly I'm not living it since I don't know the definition. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Kanisa. Soft life. Um, for me, soft life, I think it's, um, we define it differently. It depends what it is. To me or to you, whatever, it's different. For me, soft life is... Um, but soft life, <laughs> comfort, whether it's coming from you or the spouse, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, champagne life to another person. Yeah, travel for another person. It's quietness for another. Hi, my name is Unanti. I'm a corporate tax professional. Um, yeah, also stuck in the corporate red race, fun times. Um, for me, soft life. Um, I think for me personally, it's the ability to be able to do what I want when I want to do it without having the limitation of money, um, resources, time, etc. It's just the flexibility to live the way that I want, the flexibility and comfort to live the way I want to live. Yeah. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm an actuary. Um, for me, I think the I think the other ladies have covered it. I think it's about less stress, um, whether it's monetary stress, stress because I'm in a place where I don't want to be, stress of yeah. people, whatever. It's just less stress, however we define it for ourselves, and things being just a little bit easier, and you know, and just still working. I think that for me is soft life. Um, yeah. Okay. Convenience. Yeah. Convenience. I, love, yeah. I love the word convenience. So really good definitions. Very, I agree. So ladies, just in case you want to understand what a soft life is. It's a natural as definition. Per, as per the Urban Dictionary, oh. because <laughs> these are new terms. They are from the millennium. So it is a life that is typified by or filled with ease and comfort without requiring any hard work, sacrifice or unpleasantness. Yeah. So you guys had the first part, the second part, which but, is no effort required. Yeah, that yeah. Just See, that's a one. Why, 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 why is it unattainable? Because um, so I'll tell you how I came up with the topic of today. So I was watching this video. I'm not sure if you saw this TikTok, and there was this woman, this white woman, who asked. So they asked her, "What does she do for a living? Why does she drive oh. a sports car?" And her words was like. Guys, I'm married, yo. And the funny part is that if you would look at the reactions of that video in social media, most people are like, yeah, shop. But let's ask the question because we are black women congregating, having this discussion. Most black women, when they say they want a soft life, the definition of soft, the fact that I've defined it for you in the Urban Dictionary means that it is not, it is without effort. So how often do black women experience the soft life? So you can experience the soft, which is the ease, 
but it says ease without effort. So does the without effort imply that somebody else is doing it for you? Because then, you know, what, what, no, what's actually, an effort? No, no, no. So it doesn't define it. So oh, it says, it says, it says it's, it, when you look at, when you go paraphrase and you go into the Google aspect of it, it says ease either born with it or mm. in it. Okay. So in it by circumstance. So it's actually quite funny. So you're either born in it. So they say that mm. a soft life means you're unprepared for the world. Oh. Yeah, that just sounds very complicated and unattainable, yeah. unattainable for me. Personally, yeah. I don't want to speak for other people because to my to my sense, it means that you're not doing anything. Exactly. It sounds mm-hmm. like you're not even living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's wrong with what, 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 what's wrong with not working? No, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with not worth working, but there needs to be a source of self-worth. If you're just chilling, how how do you find self-worth? Because some people find self-worth in their work, some people find it in exercising. So for me, it would be difficult to conceptualize how I define my self-worth because it's not what you found it on. So why, is your, so why is your worth attained to labor? Okay, so I think, I think okay, going back to what you just said, what Luanda just said, I think um, basically Luanda is defining soft life, you know, um, according to Wena, you know, like mm. you, you know, which is what I said. I think it, it differs. If ever you find... Um, if ever your, your, your way of comfort is not doing anything, if ever your way of comfort is laboring, you know, mm-hmm. if you wait, you know, then that's your soft life. So, so what happens in the definition is So when you have no effort, my darling, it's not a, it's not a problem. So the fact that, so my question then becomes is your sense of worth is attained, attained to labor. You laboring for your creature comforts. What if you don't have to labor and you can still experience the same level of creature comfort? Having labored before and I now don't have to labor, I think I'd struggle. Just it's a personality thing. Yes. I definitely struggle. But why? Because kids are, what am I doing the whole day? <laughs> 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 you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing, girl. What does that even look like? But I, can't even I, I think it. I sort of get you in the sense that the soft life thing is more attractive because you have to have the opposite. But also to me, spa days would get to become, to lose their value if that's all I did. Exactly. But now, because it's something that I have to look forward to, it's like there, it's up there, it's what I want. Also, I can't imagine that. So the the example you gave of the woman who got married and she was like, I got married, right? She's Mm. still, there's labor in in being married and jollering. There's something that she's There's labor. First thing you have to have sex, you labor, you. (laughs) she doesn't define it as labor okay for her it's it's pleasure but then again why are we defining things we do for our partner as labor but also guys we're getting a snapshot that whole scenario Mm. was a moment in time we don't have the full picture we are now basing an entire definition on on a snapshot we don't know what happens behind the scenes we don't know what happens at her house. We don't know what kind of labor or what kind of effort she's putting in towards her marriage. And all of a sudden, an entire uh, word is defined because of a snapshot. Let's see why. But I then, feel like that's highly unusual. But, 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 but then, because, because, for me, as, as a married uh, a, a person, I'm not married in the soft life situation, but my life is soft in my own way. But as a, a, from, a from a married perspective, um, businesses, that's labor. Mm. In the, at the end of the day, we, we get in the bedroom, we discuss business. 
you know. Um, mm. we, it's, not, it's not just about sex or whatever. Or mm. I'm, I'm married, therefore, stop life. You know, decisions are passed through me. You know, I mean, I have to check certain documents. I have to, you know, yeah. But then again, the reason why I'm asking is that all of you have made the assumption, what if she doesn't have to, she does not, what she does is nothing. It's actually nothing. Well, then, well, that's how it's life. But she's winning. It's for me, it's the, the fact that you can't even think that it is possible to be soft. It's not that we don't think that it's possible, but we're obviously basing it. Like when we all started out, Wonga Umja said what their personal definition of soft life is. Yeah. So it's very, it's a, I think it's very subjective for, mm. for a lot of people. So Umja can only see it obtainable according to their circumstances. Like mm. Rwanda said, you know, she wouldn't necessarily enjoy sitting around doing nothing, nothing. and still mm. having a creature compass because personality I can, wouldn't allow. So I suppose from a subjective point of view, then yes, everybody's you know opinions are going to differ. But if we have to look at it objectively, I mean, personally, if I, I don't know how I'd feel okay, about sitting so, around and so nothing. According to you, Nessie, what would be your soft life? Mm. So, so for me, soft life is freedom. So for me, in, in what sense? So, 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 I can break it down. To, mm-hmm. So I can break it down is that I want the option to work and the option not to work. That's why I call it. Mm-hmm. For me, soft life is freedom in every aspect of the word because I feel that a lot of my choices are made for me. So I, if you look outside, I'm experiencing soft life things. However, they are in direct correlation to the amount of labor that I put in in my daily life. Mm. So for me to, for me to meet the definition of soft life, I would like it to be optional. And optional according to my day. But then is it the true definition then if we look at this lady and her situation? So, so, because we've been circling around not doing anything at all. So if you had to sit and do nothing but and even enjoy those creature comforts. Maybe even that thing of us saying not doing anything at all is the problem. Like, Because yeah, if you look at like... Define your, your soft life. I, I, I like to see this definition of optionality. I, I think having that optionality is, is nice. But I still maintain that if the optionality requires me not to do anything or not to work, I wouldn't, I, I'd rather not be in the soft life. Because mm. the thing is that, like, so I get, and that's the thing, I think it's also how I'm raised. I get some level of validation and worth based on the amount of labor. There is a mm. validation. I'm not sure that's not And that's the thing. And it's, if we were to look at Mars's hierarchy of needs, it, it meets that definition. However, the older I've become, I've also been aware of the impact of the amount of labor that I do, that I put in, which is anxiety, stress, mm. just general losing my damn mind because I've got deadlines to <laughs> So can I ask, do you think you can achieve soft life benefits given that it wasn't modeled? A lot of black people don't have a model of that soft life. Yeah, so like yeah. my mother would be like, Miguel, you're just living. Yeah. You got married and you're living. What does that mean? And how, how does that impact on your relationships with your parents? Because our parents modeled a life of work. That's all we know from our parents, that you work and then you achieve your goals mm. and then you live a certain type of life. I think for me, the biggest issue would be how that soft life actually looks, the actual picture and how I got it. 
So my ideal soft life, which I hope I'm going to achieve, is where I make money sleeping. And what I wake up and do is simply because I'm a project person by nature. So if I wake up and my next project, like there's this housewife um, who, who was a family friend and I watched her life and that was the life that I told myself I want. She's a housewife. She fell in love with the garden. She did a whole course in, in landscaping. After that, she was over it. She went and did a course in architecture. After that, she was over it. So she did things just to keep expanding her mind, yes. but it was never a need for anything. Life. But there's still there's effort. But, you don't eliminate the effort element. So, but that's what I'm saying, that that definition is, changes. Because in her mind, it wasn't labor. Mm. Yes. So when she was learning those things, it was... This is what I find joy yeah. in. It's like watching the, TV or something. I think it's a misnomer to call it labor, but I think we need to focus yeah, on Yeah, I think, I think, I think, let's change the term labor. I think it's mm. the effort element. Studying is an effort. So she's mm. applying. But herself. anything's going to be an effort because if you're going to be that housewife who looks great on Instagram every day mm-hmm. and you're living the supposed soft life. There's you effort. You have to be game. working you out to keep your body looking like There's effort in anything. So, but so I think there's no true elim- elimination of all effort. So yeah. I think that, that we can agree on. To my mind, then the definition is fundamentally flawed. That yeah. is actually true because that is what, 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 we, what we attain value here. So if you're a housewife and your sole responsibility or labor attachment is to keeping your husband happy so that you can attain the soft life, so you can live mm. the soft life. Therefore, it means that your body's in check. You're doing the most in the He day. is your yeah. corporate life. Like he's your corporate <laughs> life. Yeah. You're doing the he's most. Your effort, you're, doing, yeah. you're, doing, you're doing the things in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, let's not lie. Mm. You're being flexible. Mm. You're doing the things. You're doing the damn things. <laughs> you're being flexible. Yeah. But also, the question then becomes, that's what you're doing. But does the person who's doing it de- define it as labor? Because so I love how that woman answered. Which is why she's saying that I think let's just eliminate the term labor. Mm. No, no, so, 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 so the funny part is that the reason why I call it labor is because like when they had the interview with the lady, she was like, she's like, what do you do to drive this car? She was like, I'm married. She said <laughs> she didn't say it in a way of um, she says in a way I'm working as if I'm a doctor. That is my job. That, that is, is my job. I, I am like this is what I <laughs> this is like how this thing is attained yeah. and the reason why I ask this question is because as much as we like the word labor I also agree I think we need to find a new word from labor yeah. labor the reason why I call it labor is that statistically by the way this is also the funny part is that women who are staying at home are defined to do the amount of effort it yes. takes to maintain a home is defined as two full-time jobs yes. so women who are lawyers and that's all they do. Um, if we were to, if they were to aggregate household management, it would be fined as three jobs because household management is fined as two jobs. And the reason why they define it as two jobs is because although someone may be paying for everything, the decision making, although it's not physical labor, even if you have a helper, you have a nanny, there is an emotional labor involved in the instruction of things to do yeah. and that's why they define it as two jobs yeah i think i've changed my mind about my definition i think for me the soft life would be emotional freedom so if i could work and do what i do mm-hmm. without the emotional pressures 
Like mm. seeing my boss every day makes me so sad. If I didn't have to do all of that. So making it feel less like labor. Yeah. If I can bring that yes. word back in. So what do you find? So so what do you so what would you need to get rid of your emotional level of being a corporate attorney? Mm-hmm. I don't think that, uh, girl, I don't think that's possible. I feel like my whole mm-hmm. life is an emotion, is in mm-hmm. a constant state of anxiety. I so are you know. moving at all towards your ideal soft life? Then? I just ignore the shit that happens at work. Honestly, like when they're like, oh, black people problems. I'm just like, I I told my boss the other day, I was like, listen, I don't have the energy to invest in this. And that's getting me closer and closer to that piece that I'm seeking. If, if it doesn't warrant my energy, I don't invest it. So, Londi, do you think if you had... Or like if you didn't have to work for a salary, if you had just to go to the office for just to do your job without motivation being money, do you think you would be as stressed? See, the the, the fact that we live in a capitalist society, it wouldn't work because you need the money. No, no, but I mean, for example, if you if if you if you were like rich, rich, right? If we became a communist country. And you earn the same oh, as a no, breadmaker. Yeah, or if your husband was so, like, so, so, so what if Mr. Lamb was just like, he's got 10, he's got millions and millions of rands, you're working now, optionality. I still wouldn't charge him for that. Because, the, as you said, there's there's a validation from so, so you, so, that you so, 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 so you're doing the validation. So we're not, we're not taking away the validation. You say, because you're still going to work. My question is, would you still experience the same anxiety level? If money wasn't involved. involved. I think so, because my clients are dicks. <laughs> you can't say that out loud. I cannot edit say that. Edit that. I have to. I have to edit that because really, no. Because when I post it, I can't ruin your life. You <laughs> have to edit the, the, the famous edit part, but well. you can't eliminate. As long as there's an external person who has an impact on your life, mm. I get. But don't thing. you think it'd be less invested because you actually really just the only thing you care about is the work that you're doing and nothing else. Because you don't have to kiss ass. So, okay. You don't have to kiss ass. You don't have to kiss ass. I always thought you were going to go to criminal law. Okay, so Lanze, would your soft life be having your, having the, the no stress in terms of you can just up and open a firm and without having an issue or having a worry about losing money? You're just doing it because you love it. Why not be a philanthropist then? Then that's what you are. Yeah, then that's what you are. But even in philanthropy, even if you said all your cases are pro bono, I I honestly think, and I stand to be corrected, I honestly think as a human being, there's a minimum level of stress we require to live. Because even if I become a philanthropist, the projects are going to become stressful. Sure. If I become, I always said, if I were to become extremely rich and money wasn't an option, I'd go back to teaching high school uh, maths, maths and, and science. So, I don't need that, by the way. Mm. I actually would have gone back to teaching. So, one of the things I enjoy doing, and this is one of the things I found, even doing this podcast and even doing radio, I love teaching. Yeah. That is my primary passion in life. The only reason why I don't do it as a full-time role is that it does not attain me the standard of living that I, I want to have. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't attain yeah, that's me in public relations. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't attain that's me the me standard of relations. soft. Like you can, you can yes. see that I'm, I'm living soft now. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I'm not in teaching or academic research, which is where my true passions and my true talents actually lie, mm-hmm. 
is simply because it doesn't attain the financial benefit. So, so do you do you need a man to have a soft life? Money. She needs money. money. How money. how how it arrives? I actually don't care what package it arrives. Okay. My thing is that one of the things, and it's always I always go back to the story of when I was picking what I wanted to study. The only reason why I opted to become a CA was because my mom said there are going to be bursaries there. There was no passion, passion. for accounting. Nothing, yeah. mm-hmm. Job there security. Was, there was, like, literally she said that, but you yeah. job security. And I agree. No, no, no one actually, so one of the reasons why I actually have this podcast is, and I self-funded out of my own pocket, there's no money derived from this, is merely because I'm nurturing my passions. So I realized that my self-life definition for me to live a whole life and to be happy and be present, I'm to indulge things that give me emotional joy, but not financial. Quick question. Mm-hmm. So in your lives, this notion of soft lifing, mm-hmm. um, did it develop as you grew in your careers or grew in your life? Or was it something that was always inherently in you? Um, I think for me, it was uh, uh, currently, it's, it's uh, social media has, in, has uh, like influenced it. Okay. Because oh. now you get to see what, and I, 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 and I do know that there's the behind the scenes of social media, but at the mm. end of the day, I mean, I'm at work and I'm looking at people living the life and I know some guy from somewhere is financing this and somebody had to twerk for it. And, <laughs> twerk? You know, no, but I feel like... But, okay, but basically, order to answer your question, for me, it was influenced by social media. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's always been the, the ultimate goal. Before it was mm. even defined as a soft life, we all started off our careers knowing, Mana, yes, we're struggling now, but one day when you start peaking, you won't be struggling anymore. When you do peak, you won't be struggling anymore. So it was always a future concept, but it just didn't mm. have a, a fancy or cool term. So, Paul, so I'm curious to hear from you. So for me, actually, it took me getting to what I thought would be the pinnacle. Yeah. Like I thought I had built up this moment that the day I get this qualification and everyone had built it up for me from matric, the day this happens, oh, the world is going to Ooh, kneel at no, your feet. Yeah. And the closer I got to this thing, I looked around at the people who were my bosses, people who were my mentors at the time. I felt like I've outgrown my mentor because she doesn't dream as big as I do. Mm-hmm. I've outgrown my boss because he's not living the life that I want. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, oh my word, this whole thing has been a lie. Yeah, and that's when it got redefined for me. And I realized that no matter how much how hard I work, whatever, I wasn't going to achieve what my joy is. Mm-hmm. So, so I completely so, redefined. So, so, so I'm going to interject this way. So I'll tell you where my soft life came from. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with top billing. So Ooh. that was my obsession. Yeah, so top billing, top billing, and the yeah, well, we tap, again it taps to what I just said. Social media and how I find out how to a is that there was this lady from PwC who came and showed us a video of this colored woman. It was a colored woman. And she was in her 20s and she drove a Mercedes-Benz C230 convertible. And I was like, yes, Dimlo. <laughs> That's me. Dimlo. Yes, you know, it's funny that you say that. Um, because, Ney, you're quite prudent. So I don't see how you just like <laughs> you're taking it. You, 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 
Mercedes and just throw this. We were taught to think in financial terms. And our professions are like that. Yeah. So I don't see yeah. why you drop no. And as well, and as well, and as well, she's a typical CA. Snesipo is stingy. Snesipo is stingy. Okay, a person that is not in finance will call it stingy. A person that is in finance, then they will probably give it a better term. Like the imprudent. Stingy. No, but I agree. I weren't even nice. So, my dream um, was to just be live this life that. So where I grew up, so and I, I don't think I share this. This is what the definition of soft life was. My definition of soft life, when I think about eighteen-year-old Dusinisipo, mm-hmm. was that's why I put optionality, because all the women in my family, I saw them stuck in relationships mm-hmm. or in situations because. Mm-hmm. They needed to be there financially. Okay. Mm. So that's that was my circumference. So what mm. I wanted was the option to have options. the same standard of living without okay. without having to put up with yeah. mistreatment. And that's where it originally that's why it always starts with optionality because so when I was young, my optionality was not being in a bad situation. Now that I'm older, my optionality is more to do with I don't want to have to work. 18 hours, 20 oh, hours. But again, it's another situation. Yeah. It's an 18, 20, 20 hour situation. Mm. And it was also informed by my belief at the time because I'd never, I grew up with nurses and teachers. I'd never met a woman like, uh, like I think, as I say, Paul's very lucky because she has women in her family that are not teachers or but you know what? And I think what your point is very important because even with me, um, exposure is how your soft life definition changes all the time. Yeah. So I grew up, my mother was studying for the longest part of my life because my mom was a teacher first because she couldn't go to medicine. My mom became a doctor very late in life. Um, and so I watched my mother go from earning 2,000 rand a month to now being at a point where she's living her definition of a soft life. I saw that progression Mm. as I grew and I was very conscious of it. So my definition of soft life has adjusted with time. But the biggest driver for me, in the same way that you say, watching women in relationships, whatever. So for me, what I was exposed to was that someone has to work for 60 years before. My mom, her first brand new car was in her 60s. Sure. Yeah. So when, you know what I mean? So there's yeah. things that have stuck in my mind yeah. to this day where I'm like, I refuse. And that's where it will build up. Depends. It's what has led to my life decisions right now. There's this buildup that comes inside of me where I'm like, no, like I can't stay in, lo- in situations where I'm unhappy for too long because I refuse to yeah. be 60 and then starting my soft so, life. I, I want to go back to something that's linked to what you're saying that Unati said about timing. So I feel like there's more pressure now to, to shorten that period to get to, to, to yeah, the soft life. Nice. And True. I look at some of my juniors in my team, so my associates and, and, and candidates or trainees, they have no shame. Those kids will buy a, a Mercedes. I'm like, yeah. how, 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 <laughs> how are you not? Are they, are, 
Yeah, when I bought my first property, I thought I was going to have a heart attack because mm. firstly, my mom was like, credit is from Satan. Yes. Don't do it. So uh, they, they live in Waterloo. I'm like, how much are you people earning? They wear Louboutins at the I age of 22. Because sure. I don't even know no, so, designer so, things. So, 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 like, so, so even yeah, so, 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 sometimes, sometimes, guys, I promise you, sometimes it's a matter of ever. There's times where I'm like, okay, I am so broke, but I need this Jordan. It's not a <laughs> So I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I love nice things, right? No. But what I'm saying is I'm and so I'm glad that pressure came later. Because you know money. That's so weird. So when we talk about social media pressure, just in case you want to know, just a key statistic you wanna know is that the most successful age is actually Paul's mom's age. This makes it. So no, no, by the way, no, no, by the way, it's the most yeah. successful age. Guys, by the way, the most successful neighbor. So, 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 so I just want to give you a say the most successful age to start a business, any race, um, including white males, this is even the most practical part. The most successful age to start a business in South Africa is 55. Yeah. In the US is 47. The most, and I, you know, I can actually believe that. Remember, I was telling you, okay, I'm in the property industry, right? Mm-hmm. But in the communications, marketing um, side of things. So you remember, I was telling you that, okay, only now, because I remember I met the, uh, the co-owner of Bowen Apartments, uh, I think five years back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I agree. But then it was before I was in the, in the property industry. And I'm like, okay, I really, like, I was so inspired, but mm-hmm. I was not ready then. So I was telling Muslim Zippo now that actually, I think now I'm ready for real estate. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I'm um, okay now. I'm in my early thirties. So, yeah. So, so by the way, statistically, the reason why I say this, by the way, when you talk about statistically, so the age of failure of entrepreneurs worldwide is about ninety-five percent, ninety-five to ninety-eight percent. The age when you are most likely to hit success is later in life, mainly due to one factor. And that is because you've built social capital yeah. and you have an earnings base to build okay. from. So mm. people like to talk about maybe people like to talk about people like to talk about the Mark Zuckerbergs and 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 stuff. But Mark Zuckerberg is a unicorn. Yeah, the mm. unicorn. The average age of the top ten billionaires is actually closer to seventy. Yeah, that's the actual age. What have they been doing? No, no, no they've been laboring for the past. Laboring. To to Rose's point, the kids nowadays aren't living for the future soft life. No, they're living in this moment. Instant and they're living gratification. Right now, because if if twenty twenty has taught us, well, taught me anything is. That tomorrow, guys, honestly, is not guaranteed. The way COVID even killed people our age Mm. was shocking. Because at some point, people were like, yeah, I know, it's only for old people. The old people die for us. We're still going to (laughs) live. Next thing you know, jiggy, jiggy. Like, and it's, it's quite sad. So to a certain extent, I can relate because mm-hmm. we all we are all working and putting an effort towards a future soft life because mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, we're sowing in the seed now. We're going to reap definitely later. Mm-hmm. We're going to chill and enjoy. Yeah, we don't want later to be at 60. Hopefully later will be a lot sooner, maybe 40 yeah. if we're lucky. 
But we're not even know if we're going to get to that 40. Guys, and you know what? I think, hard, I think your true. point is very important because it, it goes good and bad. Yeah. So the good about these younger kids, and I call them kids, I mean, let's say 10 years younger yeah. than us. Yeah. When I talk, so, I mean, actuarial people, guys, are traditionally the most prudent ever. So boring. And when I used to talk to actuaries and say, okay, but like, why can't I go work with the marketing people and do this? At the time, technical marketing wasn't really a thing. Like to think out of the box was being such a rebel, you know? When I talk to kids now, the questions they're asking about their careers are things that we never did ask. Yeah, I had a girl interviewing for a grad program and she's like, is this the sort of program that I should do if I see myself in the C-suite in the next 12 years? That was her first question. Not, what is expected of us? What are you looking for? She was like, what is it that you are going to give me to make me better prepared for my goal for the next 12 years? So is that not the ultimate form of freedom? So I think think they're good in the fact that they are, they're rushing. They're going for it. But on the flip side, I do think there is that instant, there, there is a lot of celebration of things we do without acknowledging how many failures there are, without acknowledging how rough it is. But do they but leave you see my highlight reel on Instagram, no, you don't know. No, seriously, I, I, I'm for that energy because look at us now. We're like emotionally crippled <laughs> by yes. anxiety, yes. stress. I, 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 but at the same time, because we never took the time to even acknowledge like the small successes. Yeah, like, yeah. do you, you know, but like, we had the time. You get one day right and you feel good about yourself. You get Wait. another thing mm. wrong and then it yeah, erases yeah, everything it. that you've done well, right. True. True. No, so, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring together the conversation. So it's funny part when we talk about the young and So that's why I was like, I'm gonna bring Candy's point about the guys in social media. So when you see the girls in social media, you're like, these girls are younger than us. By mm-hmm. tola, <laughs> By tola, because sometimes you're like, girl, nah, at your age. Uh, there, was, there was somebody that said, um, we, we see um, ladies that are not employed with with an iPhone 11 and whatnot. Hey. And then you never see a guy that is unemployed with an iPhone 11. I'm trying to write those goals. Those are right. My job right. No, so, 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 I'm also going to bring in um, Paul's point about the youngins. So, mm-hmm. the truth be told is that. As much as we, because I've been, I've got, we've got a brand in our team. As much as we love their, 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 you know, energy. energy. The truth be told is that when it comes to work output, yeah, there's a shame. And then Um, they're rushing. Because they're rushing. I'll I'll even say this to you without even, so I did an article program, went to another job. When I did corporate finance, I was equivalent from a skill level to a grad. And I didn't have the level of maturity that I have now where I was like, I could acknowledge it. I couldn't understand. I was like, no, I'm a CA. Yay. But my skill levels were lacking. And my skill levels were lacking in the most basic of things, such as like putting together presentation decks, putting together documents, putting... And although I knew the technical answer, and that's what I'm afraid of when Paul talks about these youngins, which is, you know, the answer. Mm. But as one of my bosses pointed out, is that sometimes knowing the answer means pure dumb luck. Mm. You don't know how to get to the, the process. Yeah. And you have to, at some point, respect. You have to do your 10,000 hours. You've got to do your 10,000 hours. <laughs> and she, because these kids have no fear. Yay, they go. So it's good and 
I, I mean, are they not the happiest? You're the happiest. I think. I think. I think. You see, problem, but I think the problem with our generation is that we are stuck because uh, we we were, we are the generation that um, were born in between no technology, and then the evolvement happened, and mm. then there were then after us, then there was these kids that were born really free. Mm. Yeah, so they, now we we basically stuck. But you yeah, know what? Yeah. If it works, those kids they yeah. are in debt so early in their lives. <laughs> you, they are in debt. Makala, and also they're extremes. So they're really happy. The ones who that it's gonna work guys, for. I was also. I remember what what was this other shop? I mean, I remember what was the shop that closed at some point. Okay, no, 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 The G no, shop. No. Uh, Which one? Okay. Oh, you But anyway, I remember. Um, that store. That store. Yeah. So I went there and I opened an account to buy clothes and then I was given a credit. Huge credit. And then I bought Imbasa and obviously I'm not working. I'm going to pay this shit. You know, I remember when I got my first job, shit came up. I'm like, what? I don't even remember this shit. So, well, I was in debt as well. <laughs> and I was in high school. And but I'm can you imagine? I mean, when I tell kids, it makes me sound so old. I'm like, guys, I had my first weave in third year. I've still got pictures of it. It was the one that doesn't move in the wind. There was no pressure for these things. And that's what I'm so grateful for. Like, the no, problem no. is, there's going to be some really great Zuckerbergs, but there's going to be 90% who are feeling like such failures. And meantime, they're just 25 years old. I haven't figured out life and it's okay. And it's life. As someone who's 32, I will say this. One of my biggest accomplishments from 2020, guess what? Not die from COVID. <laughs> yes, as my COVID. Yes, as my COVID. But even better, I'm debt free. Like one of the things I said to myself was, and the things that I was, but we don't even know how long, and please don't shoot me, mm-hmm. how long debt as the concept is going to be around for. Yeah. No, let me finish. It sounds really, it sounds really goofy right now. Mm-hmm. But we're going towards a technology age yes. where a lot of things are going to change. change. We don't even know how finance is going to change in the future. Okay, I mm. don't. Maybe because you guys work closer to the market to have a better understanding. But we don't know what it's going to be like 20 That's years from ben, now. Ben, if you use your credit card, they expect you to pay it back to me. I just want to tell no, you this. No, no, they want mean. you to pay it back no, to me. No. I feel I need to tell you. No, I'm paying. No, I'm paying. I'm, I'm, I'm guys, the girl I'm that paying. can't even um, make any credit because I don't have credit. No, guys, I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm trying to maybe look at it from their perspective. Because mm-hmm. then they're obviously born into technology age. We're still, we're still viewing things from the perspective of our parents, our perspective of now. And if you change, it's based on, you know, past experiences and preparing us for, so that we are well prepared for the future and we're well positioned. Mm. But we don't know what the future is going to look like because we've seen things most in the past. Well, now their future is now. Look at how, I mean. And they, they live for now. Yes. They, and they current like, they are born in an age of technology. Which so is basically what I was saying. Which that I was now we're the generation that is stuck. Yeah. In between, because we've experienced both. Yes. But yeah. I feel like we're more balanced, honestly. I think there's something to be said for balance. No, I, I, I do think so. But yeah, we also, are balanced, but then we're the most depressed. That's it. Depressed, I I venture to think that depression is worse than the guys, guys, ladies, we're actually running out of time about something. We're actually running out of time. I love how the conversation is involved. Yes, because I have... 
when I when I conceptualize these programs, I always have one in, and you ladies always take me somewhere, <laughs> take it somewhere else. So um, I'm gonna need you guys to wrap it up. Okay. Because obviously our producer is waiting and oh. late, and okay. the people of pod, my podcast land. So, so okay, so um, for me, in conclusion, my definition of um, soft life. life is me having to wake up and do nothing, and me doing nothing means I have to go and check um, how my employees are doing. I'm yes. gonna tell them that you are not doing your work properly. Yes, employees. and then after yeah. that, I just shoot off and I go to the bitch and I tell them that oh, they're stressing me. That's my definition of soft life. Yes, management. Yes. Learn that. Wow. Okay, so my definition has evolved throughout this conversation. For me, I like the element of optionality, but I don't want to stop doing what I love. So I, I wasn't in this situation where I studied what I studied because I thought it would give me money. Mm-hmm. I studied law because I was in love with the concept of the law. Mm-hmm. So I want to stay there with peace. So yeah. soft life would mean working and doing what I want, earning a salary mm-hmm. in the, the most peaceful manner as I can do it. Yeah. Cool. I love that peace. Cool. You know, I, I think of the soft life thing as the other hashtag, the the what is it? Rich, rich aunties. Mm. <laughs> the Gucci belt. And none of us are rich. None of us are soft. But it's the earth that's missing. So it's yeah. richer, softer. Yeah. If I can eliminate some of the things that make me question whether I'm living the life that I should be living. And I'm not eliminating all stress, but if I can have the stress that I choose, mm-hmm. then my life will when be you soft. Won. Yeah. Definitely. Um, totally agree with what everybody said. Um, I think throughout this conversation, I'm also now wanting to lean more to the side of optionality. I see how that um, is definitely a top life <laughs> definition, um, as, especially as somebody who picked the career that they're in based on job security and, you know, prospect future income. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Um, so I'm going to end off with what I define as soft, which is, um, so for me, it still contains optionality. So yeah. optionality, I know... For me, my optionality is I want to be a teacher. That's all I want. Like I want to. So that's gonna give you soft life. Yeah, I want to be a teacher. I love teaching. That's mm. why I'm on radio. That's why I'm on TV. I like to make others aware of things they don't know already. Mm. Why do you make them aware, friend? Yes, I do make them aware. Yes. Like it or not. <laughs> yes, like it or not. Um, like it or not. Sidebar, Lande. I almost did become right with law. I always became a lawyer because it's I... It's bomb, though. No, no, no. no. So, so I went back. I'll tell you what. I love to argue. And I thought that law... I think I might have been in my 40s. But remember when we when we did that um, transaction yeah, together? Yeah. There was no arguing. We were just suffering. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that. I'm the transaction. So, uh, unfortunately... Um, this is the end of our episode. And thank you so much, ladies. Um, yeah. And thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.